Well, it is truly a joyful time within our archdiocese. Spring is, well, it's here, technically. We've just celebrated the octave of Easter, of course. And yes, we have a new auxiliary bishop. Bishop Michael Eisen was ordained this past week at the cathedral, which was packed, by the way. And it was an an historic day for our archdiocese. We're chatting today with his newly ordained excellency about how the day went and what he's looking forward to about in this new role. Bishop Eisen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Patrick. Good to be with you. Great to have you on. What a beautiful day and a beautiful ceremony for your ordination. So tell us some of your thoughts and prayers as you went through the ordination mass, maybe just before it was set to begin, maybe when you were lining up for the opening procession. What was it like? Mm, so that was marvelous. As, as you know, everything just went so well. Um, you know, I've, I've processed in at a lot of those events, whether it's uh a priestly ordination or a bishop ordination, and you always see the archbishop standing there at the, at the doorway along with the other uh, big names, and now I'm one of those. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I kind of was torn because I didn't want to, like, why should, should I be front and center as all the priests walk in? But I did want to see them, and I think I'm, I'm glad I did because that was the only time I saw some of them because there's just there were so many people. Um, mm. So to see my, of course, my... my my closest closest friends, um, classmates, and but any anybody from the archdiocese, and but then also some some men from other dioceses who I was in seminary with, um, just all, really all around. You know, I grew up in the Winona diocese. My my priest, and who's the pastor for my sister and brother down in Fairmont, mm-hmm. I'd invited him, and he made it up. And uh, nice. some priests from New Ulm diocese, from Duluth, so. Uh, even from Iowa, <laughs> so it's great. Right. Well, I know that uh, as as Paul and I were watching uh, on the video feed as we were providing commentary for it, it was uh, it was astounding to see how packed the cathedral was. I mean, yes, with uh, priests, with uh, fellow bishops, um, with seminarians, with uh, religious orders, and just so many of the lay faithful. Anything striking to you about that, Bishop? I mean, was that, uh, I hope that was a huge encouragement to you, as there's so many who are just part of this joyful celebration. Yes, that was, that was humbling. Just from my vantage point, when we started, I was sitting a, a little further back, the you know, opposite the archbishop, so I could see that that far corner, back corner. I'm like, well, there's people sitting even in that far back corner. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. It's it's a usually you know I I've been saying all month, that, you know, here in Stillwater, saying you know you're all invited. Obviously, I couldn't invite everybody to the receptions, but you're all invited to the ordination mass. Yeah. Uh, you know the the cathedral holds 2,500 people, and I don't have that many friends. <laughs> but uh obviously a lot of people come out who may, maybe don't even know me because it's a it's a great day for the church uh, it is but you one of the other pre-game things that i want to mention just you mentioned oh, the, i mentioned the priest but if uh in the choir stalls were two two retired priests who were my part-time retire, retired helpers when i first got here father jack donahue and father robert ballot mm. and they were both able to make it uh, Father Ballot is 95, Father Donahue is 88, and they were in the choir stalls, like basically behind where the server sits. So if you saw any of the footage of like me in front of the Archbishop, you can see them in the background, and that was just beautiful um, to have both of them, that they, 
because neither one, as you can imagine, is super healthy. But to make the effort to be there right. um, was great. Right. Well, indeed, as you pointed out, um, I'm so glad that so many people who were uh, pivotal and instrumental in your own development of your call, I'm glad that they were able to be there to see you receive the fullness of holy orders and your your ordination to the Episcopacy Bishop. But um, also, as you pointed out, I'm sure that there were so many in attendance who were just there because it was such a joyful day for the local church. I mean, to see this gift that our our God, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus, and also, of course, our Holy Father has given to us through you and through your ordination. So thank you. Thank you for your yes. And speaking of which, now that you uh, have been given to us, I'm sure that we're all we're all uh, just wanting to know any of the first tasks that you've taken on as a bishop. Have you and Archbishop have to worked out your principal roles as an auxiliary? Uh, we we haven't. There's not really any news <laughs> since preordination. You know, I've been going to the ACC uh, occasionally, probably averaging just once a week. Um, I suspect that's going to pick up, but we haven't. Uh, I think he's just given me, the Archbishop is such a good man and such a good father. He called me yesterday, and I was ready to, you know, ask him, okay, what's, what's like on the immediate docket that you want me to start doing? And right. but his call was just basically to see how I was doing, make sure I was feeling all right, and uh, we're going to see each other uh, at the clergy study day, which is tomorrow already, so. Mm. Okay. So I'm sure that he has he has plenty of ideas, and <laughs> I'm sure he that does. He... Yeah, and he's mentioned some of those ideas. I know he'd like to see me involved with the Catholic schools. Um, uh, he, he wants, yeah. I think that that's one thing he's mentioned. Just I think he's looking forward to me having more of a presence at the at the uh, Archdiocesan Catholic Center. Right. He knows that I'm still the pastor of two parishes and the administrator of a third out here in Stillwater right. and St. and uh, Bayport. So he hasn't expected me to be too present, but I'm sure he'll be happy when I'm, when I'm a regular there. Right. So. Right. Very good. We're speaking with newly ordained Bishop Michael Eisen, our new auxiliary Bishop here for the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. And uh, just hearing a little bit about uh, what may be coming down the pike at him in terms of his, uh, his his requirements, his duties now as an auxiliary bishop. And you mentioned this, Father, you continue to be the pastor of the churches of St. Michael and St. Mary in Stillwater and minister at St. Charles in Bayport and at St. Croix Catholic School, all in Stillwater. Um, well, will that change, do you know? And if so, when? Oh, yes. Yeah, we just announced that to our people this past weekend. So um, July 1st. I will uh, I will pack up and, and move on from here, and uh, happy to say Father Michael Cregan will be the new pastor at uh, uh, nice. St. Michael's and St. Mary's in Stillwater, yeah. and I will move down the street just a little bit to uh, a little town called Lake St. Cory Beach. It's where St. Francis Assisi is, near oh. Afton, just east of Woodbury, and it's a smaller parish, and they're in need of a pastor. And on top of that, the Archbishop is going to, we're going to work on getting some some priest help from uh, maybe a nearby parish or maybe somewhere. Cause, so the Archbishop likes his auxiliaries to have a, a parish, uh, which, you know, you may know Bishop Joseph Williams is kind of co-pastor at Our Lady of Guadalupe. Hmm. So I will yeah. be pastor at St. Francis 
although um, I've kind of warned them, you know, I'm not going to be here every Sunday. I'm going to be representing the Archbishop across the Archdiocese, but I am their pastor, and it is a place uh, for me to call home. But, um, yeah, I'll be moving around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure given the uh, given the way we have seen, as you said, Bishop Williams being moving around a lot and being uh, others uh, auxiliary bishops that we've known in the past be moving around. I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of things that a, a bishop is is wonderfully engaged in, but um, it's uh, it, there's so many things that it is, in, I suppose, imperative to be, keep moving around. Well, um, Bishop, you are a man of prayer, um, so. What time of day is best for you to pray, and why? And you know, do you have a particular place that you pray, or a particular mm-hmm. part of the liturgy, of the hours you treasure? What's your prayer life like, Bishop? Oh, thanks, Patrick. Good question. Yeah, it's an easy answer. First thing, um, yeah, I will often um, drink a bottle and a half of water, <laughs> and then even before I shower, I'll go and pray a holy hour. Um, so, uh, and we, I, we have a chapel right here in the rectory at, uh, in Stillwater. So it is literally next door to my bedroom. Yeah. So uh, some, uh, Father Barnes is, Austin Barnes is my associate. We will, we will do a holy hour together once or twice a week, but usually we kind of come and go. We might overlap. Um, he might be in there already when I get there or, or vice versa, but I pray, pray an hour and that always includes the office readings. I think that's kind of traditional way for a priest to start, and, and it makes good sense. It may or may not include morning prayer. I'll often do morning prayer after the hour, something my spiritual director kind of has encouraged me to do, not, not fill up the hour with with uh, just the, uh, the liturgy of the hours. So I would say of the hours, the office is, is probably my favorite. I, I love the Psalms, but I also love those those two readings that come. With, right. with the office of readings, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, we did actually play a, a bit of that as people were as we were broadcasting your ordination mass and as as people were receiving communion. We prayed your comments about the office of readings um, right around the time I believe you were notified of your selection oh, yeah. by, yeah, by the Holy Father. After I got the call was a, a yeah. powerful uh, reading yeah. that really spoke to me. Yeah, yeah, that was the Saint Bernard reading, I believe, uh, about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good for you, Patrick. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it happens to be one of my uh, favorite readings I look forward to every Advent as well. So when you mentioned that, I was like, oh, I love that reading. So, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a good part of it as well. Um, yeah, well, let me, let me be um, – I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but I, I do want to let you know that as you're speaking with Archbishop Hebda about your upcoming duties, make sure that you do mention to him – well, and of course there's the regular feature on practicing Catholic that I have to uh, – Oh, yeah, that's at the yeah. top of the list. Yeah. Oh, okay, very, <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. Um, Bishop, I'm, uh, I think the, the closing question that I would have for you anyway is – um, how how might we continue to uphold you in prayer? I mean, how can we support you? We want you to, um, of course, have all the graces that God intends for you, and uh, and many more as 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 well as we can as part of the local church. How might we support you in prayer or in other ways? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, I, it, it seems pretty simple. Just pray that I'd be a good holy bishop. <laughs> Um, so brave and uh, doing the Lord's will. 
I, that was one of you asked about the liturgy. Yeah. Um, one of the many high points was the, the litany of saints where I was laying uh, in the sanctuary and just knowing that 2,500 people are praying for me right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could I possibly screw this up? So <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't say something like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but tempting. But yeah, uh-huh. just just praying that I'd, I'd be a good holy bishop. I don't know what. I, I don't think it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will certainly be doing that. Um, thank you for that. Thank you again for your yes. Thank you for your service to our local church. We look forward to seeing how you continue to shepherd, how God uses you to shepherd His people here in the Archdiocese of Saint Paul, Minneapolis, and wherever He calls you. Yeah. Very good. Bishop, of course, before we let you go, may we ask you for your Episcopal blessing here on the air? Of course. Uh, The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. The Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bishop Michael Eisen, thank you so much for joining us on Practicing Catholic. We will check in with you again, but God bless you you as you continue on down this journey of faith. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Patrick. God bless you and your listeners. Amen. You can view uh, Bishop Michael Eisen's ordination video. It is on YouTube. Just search for Episcopal Ordination Bishop Eisen, and you will find it posted on the Cathedral of St. Paul uh, YouTube channel. Well, stick around. There's lots more to come here on Practicing Catholic. When we return, what's the connection between Catholics and Earth Day? We're going to find out right after this. 